Welcome to Relationship Workout for Men, a podcast dedicated to helping men be intentional in choosing a better partner and being a better partner for the person they choose. Season 2, Episode 3, Your Mind is a Terrible Thing to Waste. Yes, a mind is a terrible thing to waste is the familiar slogan since 1972 of the United Negro College Fund. So why not use your mind as strongly as possible when it comes to your relationship? Well, with this in mind, pun intended, later in this episode, I'll introduce three strategies for approaching what's going on in your thoughts when a possible drama-creating life situation hits to play it strong in your intimate relationship. Those three are going to be strategy one, witness your thoughts, strategy two, dominate your demons, and strategy three, be in the present. Let me illustrate this with an example. Relatively recently, I got into an email argument with my father. I emailed him asking how he was doing because a week earlier he had canceled meeting with me because he said he didn't feel well. He responded to my email that he was disappointed I hadn't checked in with him earlier. I responded, defensively I might add, that I was super busy and was preoccupied with the worry that I might have skin cancer. I also brought up in the email some things from our past where I was disappointed in him. Well, back and forth we went sending drama-laden emails to each other. Well, was I playing it strong in my mind? Ultimately, to play it strong with regards to your mind means to put your strongest effort forward to resolve issues with minimal to no damage to the relationship. These are the ingredients for a strong relationship as issues just become mere bumps in the road as no road is paved in perfection. On the other hand, the weaker you play it, the higher the likelihood that life situations will turn into damage-inflicting drama, resulting in an average to miserable relationship. When you play it weak, those bumps can feel like they're, they've turned into black holes, like that back-and-forth email exchange with my father. If you've ever gone round and round on the same problem, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. It can be very, very painful. Clicking in one level deeper, to play it strong in the mind starts with staying conscious. The term conscious certainly can hold many different meanings to different people. For simplicity though, I'll say to be conscious is to stay totally aware of your thoughts and feelings. When you stay conscious, you know what's swimming around inside your thoughts. As a result, you're deliberate in what you say and do. You know what's coming out of your mouth and what's being communicated through your actions. More importantly, you also know why. You're all about resolving whatever issue life has sent your way. You value the relationship more than this bump in the road you're dealing with in the present moment. On the other hand, to play it weak implies going unconscious. And to be unconscious is to be unaware of your thoughts and feelings. You're out of control, spitting words without really thinking. Your mind is racing at 100 miles per hour with negative stories. Your body language and actions are reacting to negative feelings and judgmental thoughts. The result? Drama. Let's say your girlfriend or wife just did something that really set you off. You're expecting her to do one thing and she does something totally different. If you start spewing out angry, hurtful words at her, well, there's a good chance you've gone unconscious. After all, is this the same way you treat her otherwise? Let's say you're on the phone with your best buddy and you're spewing out complaints about your lady. You're in rapid fire bitching about her mode. If this is happening, well, there's a good chance you've gone unconscious. Is crucifying her someone you care about, perhaps someone you've even told that you love her, really the loving thing to do in this moment? 
To go unconscious is to basically lose it without knowing it, directly resulting in self-created drama and problems. On the other hand, to choose to stay conscious is to focus on resolving the issues at hand, which requires accepting what is. Again, choosing to stay conscious ultimately is about accepting what is. What is? Well, what's that? Well, what is definitely reflects the facts in a given moment. Let's say you're taking a Valentine's Day bath with your special someone. Soft-lit candles, champagne, seductive jazz, and of course, naked soapy bodies set the romantic mood. Then suddenly, and without warning, you let rip the loudest and foulest smelling fart ever heard west or east of the Mississippi. Who, who let that skunk in? What is encapsulates the facts in the here and now. Romantic fixings, check. Seductive intentions, check. Anticipation of wild sex within the hour, check. Stinky fart, check. Romantic mood demolished, double check. Accepting what is means saying it is what it is without judgment. Just stay with the facts. It is what it is. Now, what are we going to do about it? Accepting what is doesn't mean being a doormat, opening wide and swallowing whatever is shoveled your way. Accepting what is simply means not resisting the facts in the moment. You may still choose to say something or do something in response to the facts. It's how you respond and why that is important. More on this in subsequent episodes. So how do you accept what is so you can stay conscious and approach all life situations from a strong place of mind? Well, here are three helpful strategies I'll discuss in the season number two. Strategy number one, witness your thoughts versus unconsciously being controlled by your mind. Witnessing your thoughts is about observing the story spitting in your head and weeding out all judgmental ones that won't serve you in resolving whatever life situation is challenging you right now. On the other hand, to be controlled by your mind is to play puppet while your thoughts and resulting feelings consume you and control you. Strategy number two, dominate your demons versus letting them dominate you. We all have demons created through unhealed wounds from the past and potentially triggered by unfulfilled expectations. And when one of these demons is brought to life, it can be extremely difficult to stay conscious and accept what is. After all, what is right now is likely causing a lot of pain. Strategy number three, be in the present. When you're stuck thinking about negative things from the past and or fear of what might happen in the future, it can be very difficult to stay conscious. On the other hand, to be fully present is to be fully aware of what is right now. Weak or strong, your choice. But first, before we explore these strategies in more detail, we need to get to know your ego better. So we really do have a choice, as our egos can really limit how well we show up in our relationships. But before we explore what is the ego in more detail, in the next episode, episode 4, Where Are You Running To?, I'll share a story when I let my ego take control of me. Mm-hmm.